to Off the Shelf. This is the voice of Transformers Collectors Club Australia. I am Jason. Joining me this week, as usual, we have Brad. How are you doing, Brad? Hello, fellas. I mean, I'm, I'm going to say this. Say hello, Brad. Hi, Brad. Excellent. And <laughs> we also have Bill. Hello. Just too busy laughing. Bill, say hi, Brad. Hi, Brad. And hi, Brad. Uh, yeah, I, did I introduce myself? I don't know if I did. I'm Jason. How are you going? Transformers Collectors Club Australia is on Facebook at facebook.com slash groups slash Transformers CCA. Australian listeners can join us there to discuss these stories and more international listeners. You can join us at the Off the Shelf Facebook page. That is a URL that will be in the show notes. Or you can come and join us on uh, Twitter for the conversation. Uh, you can search for at Transformers CCA. And, of course, you can also find our website, which is at Autobot Headquarters. Sorry, it's actually www.autobothedquarters.net slash WP Auto. And uh, we're, gonna, we're getting new content on, the, on there, but it's a uh, work in progress. How are you doing, guys? It has been yeah, a week. Right. How are you? Yeah, it, it has been a week. I was, uh, I was on the way home tonight, and I realised the time, actually. I've sort of been working for, like, two weeks on the hop, um, I was working last weekend, which is why I wasn't uh, why I wasn't on the podcast last week. And yeah, I'm quite looking forward to having a uh, having a nice not having a nice natter about some Transformers news, and uh, yeah, then having a nice weekend off. Nice. Yeah. Very good. Very <laughs> very good. Very, it's very good. It's very uh, good. It's Charlie, good yes. <laughs> have you se- have you seen the um have you seen the Clerks cartoon show? No. So there was, a, there was an episode of Clerks. We're already in the weeds. Um, <laughs> there, was an ep- there was a series of six uh, episodes of Clerks, the cartoon show, and uh, the bad guy in it is Leonardo Leonardo, and he's voiced by Alec Baldwin. All right. And 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 he's got a, he's got a very very good evil voice. Yes, it's very good, very good. Very good. <laughs> very good. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> By the way, I don't know if I don't know if Brad knows this about me, but um, I I do often like do voices and accents and stuff. Really? Yes. Yeah, so are you are you familiar with Red Dwarf? No. You don't you don't know what Red Dwarf is? Well, I Brad. know what Red Dwarf is, but I can't sit there and name the characters. And... Ah, but but you've watched Red Dwarf before, Brad? How about you? No. Oh, no. I, I do know. I don't. I know what it is, but yeah, well, well, I haven't. Well, then, uh... if, if I if I if I do a, a Crichton voice like this, sir, um, <laughs> might you recognise it from the show? Is there a black knight <laughs> somewhere? Not. Really. Is there, is there like Crichton, the author? No. Although that's a nice tie into Jurassic World. Very good. Oh. Oh, bam! I missed Brad's that. Ex- Brad's excited and sitting up and paying attention now. He's sliding off his chair. Is that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just let me pick me myself up from off the floor. So here's here's a question about Jurassic World that I don't understand okay. since we've uh, gone on to it. Go How on. did Star Lord get to Earth? All right, never mind. Let's talk about some community news. This is the 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 banter at the start of the show has gone possibly a little bit south. We may have to edit that. When I say that, we're probably not going to edit it. That's uh community news australian listeners you can become a paid and proud member of the club for just five dollars you can send a message to the uh the man that's sitting on the other end of this skype call that's that right. is 
That is Doof Truck Brad Ostrom <laughs> Prime. <laughs> um, to get your membership underway, membership fees go to the purchase of raffle prizes, participations like conventions like Supernova, and more. Now, I just got to say, so Brad, you just sent a message that said Doof Truck. Yeah. Have, have you seen Mad Max Fury Road yet? No. So, so I, being the uh, soundtrack buff that I am for a lot of movies, uh, the soundtrack for the soundtrack for Fury Road has a track on it called Chapter Doof. Yes, we uh, we discussed this last week and how it is the battle cry for the excellent. Uh, yeah, we yeah, this all came up last week. I was just uh, <laughs> I was just putting that photo forward to Bill when uh, last week when I was talking to him about said Doof truck. He uh. He liked it, so I just thought I'd show him oh, what yeah. it actually was. <laughs> she is, she is happy. Yeah, yeah, that's um, the uh, that's the Australian guitarist rocking on top of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that, and also like the electric guitar is amazing. It's it spews flames. It's a flamethrower. <laughs> flame throwing electric guitar. Yes. Um, uh, if, if ever I'll there work... was a crossover between Transformers and Mad Max, it would probably be amazing. Oh. Look at it, it's just like bulkhead, like with Pimp My Ride. Mm. Yeah. It's awesome. No, it's not Pimp Ride. There's no LCDs on there. Yeah, it's Game Boy. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. It's even got like the little, the little five stabby bull bar things. Oh yeah. On the front. You got yeah. You got to run down oh, people. Look, and it's even got like a burning steering wheel with a skull logo. Pretty clever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. That's their I symbol. Like they don't have a cross. They got a steering wheel. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, so that's kind of the thing in, in um, Fury Road that they've developed is that each of the drivers has their preferred steering wheel. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, they they carry it along with them. Yeah. Yeah. I um I, like, I can't uh, I can't get to the Melbourne trade fair this weekend, so I'm thinking Sunday. I've had a look at the uh, local cinema, and I can time it to do Mad Max and Avengers within about half an hour of each other. So. I'm going to do some major catch-up on Sunday, I think. Excellent. That sounds like a good idea. I need to, uh, I need to see both in cinema, so, yeah. Do you want to give us a uh, member count update? Member count update. Australian listeners, you can become a paid and proud member of the club. No, we did that. <laughs> Delete. <laughs> we did that part already. Okay. Do you want to, do you want to give us a member count okay. update? <laughs> uh, this week, member count, social member count... No, paid and powered member count is 87 still, and uh, social member count has risen to 1,071. That's pretty awesome. So like we we broke the thousand we broke the thousand mark a few weeks ago, and we're already we're already we've already nearly beaten that by 10 percent. Yes. So uh, featured YouTube reviews. Uh, so with Apollyon arriving in members' mailboxes this week, Kai McFly at Cool Collectibles has decided to take a little bit of his trip down memory lane and look at the inspiration for uh, <laughs> Apollyon. If you go way back, 30 years into the past, oh. he's looking at Generation 1 Megatron. It might well be the, the most unintentionally disappointing figure that you've ever owned as a oh, kid. Oh, yeah. I prefer Wheelie <laughs> over that figure. I've got both. Oh, that is a bold what? choice. <laughs> Oh, I just that that original G1 Megatron is just so bad. What? It's so bad. No, no, okay, no, maybe no, maybe not really. Okay, maybe not really. Fuck. Oh, no, like you, you, you've you've Brad, you've taken it right to the edge there. I've got to say. <laughs> really? It's just you you're walking back slowly from that line. Wow. It's like okay, it's it's like saying leader, uh, Revenge of the Fallen leader, 
Optimus Prime compared to Dark of the Moon Legends Ratchet. It's not a comparison, but it just that G1 Megatron. I've got it, so I can comment on it. It just hey, actually, you know what? I just figure. realized. I just realized my G1 Megatron has the same problem that Apollyon had. <laughs> You don't need to poly on it onto your shelf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> verb, verb, uh, not noun, oh. verb. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so uh, I'll just say, if you are a YouTube reviewer and you want yeah. to get your name out there, send us a link, let us know. Yeah. Um, there's actually, I'm actually really happy that there's a, a larger number of people in the group doing video reviews of their figures. It's like Apollyon has inspired everyone to get in front of a camera and hold up a Transformer. Yeah, I true. Mean, it's, it's a shame it's such a suck-ass of a first figure to start with, but still. Oh, oh. nah. Kai's been doing a lot more than that, so... <laughs> yeah, so yeah, Kai does do uh, a review every couple of weeks, I think it mm. seems. So yeah. <laughs> Who has a favourite post of the week? Oh, I do. Well, I know Brad does. Bill, go. It's our little caricatures. How awesome are <laughs> they? Yeah, they are pretty cool. Um, yeah, I uh, I kind of look like a doofus wearing a Rodimus helmet. And, um, <laughs> I love I'm, 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 I'm actually okay with that. It looks awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Oh my god! I look like I belong outside of a you know a school with a brown overcoat. <laughs> well, he's oh, re- he's he's redoing it to remove the glasses and do your right-eyed monocle. So <laughs> <laughs> awesome, um, excellent. So yeah, so yes, um, Brad very kindly got a uh, professional uh, a professional artist to do caricatures of us all, and they're great. They're great. They're going to be on the um. They're going to be all over the podcast from now on, basically. Yeah. Um, Justin, Brad. Justin, the uh, he does the he does the comic strip for the newsletter, and yeah, I've paid him to do these these characters of us, and um, uh, I'm more yeah more than happy with what what the outcome is. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I, I think I think we're all pretty happy with that. You look like something out of a Japanese freaking. Anime Robo slash Hentai Cartoon. So, so what I'm actually really happy with mine is that he's actually captured sort of, he's captured like he's he's captured a like a, a rendering of my avatar, but yeah. he's also captured the IDW Rodimus style with just these po- massive points sticking out. Yeah. So, I reckon it's awesome. It's great. Uh, <laughs> I, I can't wait to hear how furious Daniel is that someone's dared to use Rodimus as, an, as a caricature, but that's okay. <laughs> he's, um, I've got him, he's going to darken me, Mal, a little bit, cause, just to be more screen accurate. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Brad's message. Yeah. Oh, Lara's a... <laughs> yeah. That's de- yeah, definitely good. And I know uh, Ben and Jordan from the Melbourne crew, they, uh, they're looking at getting something done for them as well oh. so I, do, I, I don't know I know <laughs> I know he um, as a deviant artist he sort of wants to do a lot of non-IP stuff he can put in his portfolio to go to IDW yeah that's cool <laughs> um, and of course just doing IP stuff you're not probably going to get in with him because it's copyright or whatever you but I don't know uh, that's, Justin, that's, that's never stopped anyone at Supernova True, so... 
So, Brad, you got a favorite post of the week as well, and I kind of like this one as well. Actually, no, you're not. I'm going to go for a different one, but go on. Okay. Uh, Alex Chin, and if I hadn't been on the group for the week and gone to the links I found today um, for a later segment, he uh, he posted some photos of a third-party company uh, transform and roll out. Which is their first figure. Excellent and, um, name. Yeah, excellent, excellent name. Yep, <laughs> it's their uh, first figure. Speaking, speaking of transforming and rolling out, who just had a car pull up outside their house? I just had a car drive past. <laughs> That'll do it. <laughs> oh, this crappy little rig microphone's still working <laughs> until it starts humming. Um, but uh, anyway, Alex posted a uh, photo of a MP size Jazz from a third party company, Transform and Roll Out, and. That's looking pretty gorgeous. good. That mm. bot, that bot mode. I know that the car one's coming, but God. Well, is is it really? I mean, like, yeah, it, we don't really know that. Yeah, I do. <laughs> it's done. Okay. I said, has... I said in Feb it was done. Yeah, but it's still not here. I know, and I wonder if this is going to spark, spark it to come out earlier. Um, uh, we'll see. So, yeah, so have, there are, there are rumours that Takara will be doing a, a um, masterpiece size figure, sort of on the scale of say Wheeljack and um, Wheeljack, Wheeljack and Exhaust and Co. Yeah, but this isn't much dearer. Uh, no, it's not US, actually. So I 90... actually saw it go up for pre-order today as well. Yeah, well, it was not 90... much dearer. That's like Jesus Christ. That's yeah. like fifty bucks dearer than a masterpiece car. What, 90 US? Well, so, yeah. so it's worth pointing out, Bill, it's that 20. you get the masterpieces really cheap because you pre-order them all, all the time. But, like, <laughs> for RRP, it's actually not that far off. Yeah, $90, uh, $90 US, you're looking at about $70 US for the wheeljack. Yeah, but that's, that's... You're looking at BBTS prices. You're looking at HLJ and those kind of prices. Well, that's from Takara, Japan. Mm. Yeah, no, oh, look, I think, it's, I think it's a fair point. You can get masterpieces pretty cheap if you shop around. That's right. Yeah, but anyway. So so anyway, I, I think it's fair to say that it's um, it's priced in line with third party figures. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As, for that it. size, and we it's it's going to come up again in the third party section, so we can keep going there. But yeah, I just um, loved look of the bot mode. The alt mode, I sort of compared it to the Toy World B. It's sort of like mm. a more of an anime cartoon model, which is sort of squatty and bent over, sort of banana shaped. <laughs> It just, it just, yeah, just that Porsche in alt mode. It doesn't look like it's sitting flat I, on the road. I think the, um, I think the car is. I don't think it's meant to be a Porsche in the alt mode. I think it's meant to have the lines just on the wrong angles so that they can't be sued for. <laughs> True. Yeah. yeah. Um, right. So, so I have a favourite post of the week, but I'm going to bring it up after the, um, after we talk about the first news item. So let's move on to the news. Okay, so uh, we said last week that we'd uh, know more for the following show, and thanks to Jonathan and the group, we got our first look at the box and the figure actually inside the box for the reissue Trypticon. It's huge. It is a Generation One Trypticon reissue, it is. and it it's is. got the electronics. Yeah. It's got the electronics all inside, and it's uh, Hasbro spearheading this, not Takara. And uh, the reissue price is rumored to be at two hundred dollars US. We've heard that Toys R Us is going to be putting it in for four hundred dollars, yeah. uh, but you can get it. You can find it online for a pre-order for a little over two hundred dollars shipped. So shop around, shop around. Yeah, that's right. 
It's, uh, um, we, there, there are also some in-hand images, which is kind of funny considering that it is like a nearly 30-year-old figure that we actually need in-hand images <laughs> since it is a reissue. We just um, need to see the box, uh, the box it's in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, that, so that's out there. Um, gentlemen, I want to ask you a question. Yeah. Are you disappointed that they've chosen to reissue Trypticon as opposed to making a Titan-class Trypticon? No. No. Well, that was, well, that was easy. Okay. <laughs> no, there's one for both. Yeah, I think the uh, reissue after Met- uh, Fort Max is uh, sound. Yeah, I suppose, because um, Fort Max and Trypticon sort of went together as well, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, so they've, they've already done a reissue Metroplex. Are you guys thinking Scorponok? Maybe. Yeah, Fort Max, okay, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, okay. So, so, so here's the thing, like, one of them turns into a city and the other one turns into a city they and all, the other they one turns all, into a dinosaur. They all transform into a city, it's the alt mode that's different. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, I, I actually, thinking about this now, actually, it does make, it does actually make sense to me that they leave it separate because in the Transformers lore at the moment, Titans are very special. Um, so, like, Trypticon's not a Titan. He probably shouldn't have a Titan class issue. But because everyone's like, oh, it's the Decepticon City versus the Autobot City, everyone wants to see a Titan Trypticon without realising what a Titan actually is. So, fair enough. Um, the So, the, it is a G1 reissue. I won't lie. I'll be, I'm a little bit disappointed that they've just chosen to just reissue the same toy that they've had for 30 years. And it's got to be the most expensive issue of it ever. Well... It's, it's, it's 200 bucks. It's... You know, it's, it's but this really is Hasbro, expensive. and that's one thing. Last week when we were talking about this, we had, um, we had the we only had the box art image, which was just the G1 cartoon image of it, and we were saying this Takara will be reissue. We didn't have a number to it, but by next week we should know more. Well, bombshell happened, and this come up. But this is not Takara. This no, no, is Hasbro. No bombshells and Insecticon. You can't say bombshells. <laughs> oh, he's coming too. But um, <laughs> but yeah, it's. I'm surprised this is the first time Hasbro have actually spearheaded the the reissue and not Takara. Is it? I mean, like, they, but Hasbro's been bringing out a lot of these things. Like, they have the, they've brought out a lot of these platinum ones. They brought out the Insecticons. They've they've got Blaster and Perceptor. Um, they're doing a lot of these things. They're bringing back their their G1 yeah, molds. Yeah. And the, well, the Insecticons the are also the, the thing with Insecticons is when when did they get reissued? I think it was 2004. Then the there's been a reissue every few years of the Insecticons. I think the Insecticons come out every five years. Yeah. So they're, they're like a plague of Insecticons. Yeah. Did, I mean, didn't a couple of the Jets get reissued in the early 2000s as well? Didn't Dirge? Yeah. Uh, Takara at they were convention exclusives. Yeah, they did yeah. all the Jet Bar Star Screen. Okay. Like, so, in the G1 colours. Um, but, yeah, like, this is Hasbro basically the first time reissuing Thrust and uh, Ramjet since 2001, I think, the exclusive, yeah. the convention. So, yeah. So, yeah, so, uh, look, so Trypticon's coming, um, and uh, you better start saving, basically. Yeah. Trypticon's coming, see... everyone look busy. Yeah, and just now we've seen. I don't think seeing the actual figure has mattered. I think seeing the box, seeing the battery requirements, uh, confirming that he is a walking, talking figure. <laughs> um, the A battery, the double A's, Bill. What's the, the single double A for? 
I think they're for these little um Oh Because I've I've got the original G one figure. Is it his tank? Is it they go in the tank? That's I think because I know I know Triptychon he uses is they C size? Yeah, he's got two I think it's two C size in the tail. They go into there and I think because when I got mine, when I got mine a couple of months ago, I put my the batteries in there to make him walk. Yeah, and that yeah, was all good, but it sorry, must be for I something said, else. I said, I said tank, okay. so it's actually his cannon. Yeah, yeah. So Bill's just Bill's done the same. Uh, Bill's done the same Google that I have. Yeah. Tripticon's main laser cannon, also part of Brunt, is powered by a double A battery and That's flashes Brunt. orange. Brunt. Going there for wrong? Like, what is it? A tank or yeah? It's a yeah. cannon. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Yep. And we've uh, and we've seen. We've seen at least one uh, seller on the group advertise for pretty close to that $200 mark, which I think is amazing. So mm. my uh, my G1 Triptychon may be on the market. You uh, you might want to get that out in the next month or two. I might want to get that in the next week or two. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's let's move on. Hasbro Australia will be importing Takara's Unite uh, Warriors Superion gift set. It's due in July. Uh, price is so so far unconfirmed, but we are thinking that it'll end up about the one hundred and eighty dollar mark. Um, so that's a then some. Yeah, mm, that's yeah. that's a yeah that's a low ball. Well, you're looking at about one hundred and fifty bucks for the figures. Wait. One, well, one it's one seventy. It's one seventy retail to buy them. Retail, retail here. Yeah. yeah. So, so this is this is interesting because it means that uh, it means that we'll actually have the opportunity to buy the Takara version of Superion at retail in Australia. And there are some differences in... There's some differences in the figures, like Quickslinger comes as a part of the gift set. Mm. And uh, there's... I think the Takara figure has got a little bit more white, um, where some of the Hasbro figure has black fists and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, it's it's pretty cool. He's not uh, he's not Superion-ish. Yeah. Hey, Chil J. It's 118 bucks on HLJ right now. <laughs> yeah. Go there now. Pre-order. Do what you need to do. Yeah. Because it's, uh, it's, it's got the white feet and hands, hasn't it? Mm, yeah, yeah. So it's a lot more cartoon accurate. Yeah. And the, the regular release hands and feet are... All the hands are right, but the feet are crap. Mm. So... Yeah. Have you guys seen the third-party fingers they've got? Those little hot dog tubey things? Yeah, they're real skeletal. Yeah, <laughs> ugly. I will grab you, Menasol. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, if you are interested in that, you could order it from HLJ, or you could wait and get yeah. it at Toys R Us if you... Uh, yeah, exhausted. If, if, if you don't have Wave 1, go to HLJ and order it now. As it turns out, I do not, and I've been actually thinking of getting the Japanese one instead of the Hasbro one, so... Hmm. Let's see. Uh, Bill, can you add something onto your next HLJ order for me? Do it right now. Sure. <laughs> all right, all right, cool. You want, a, you want a Superior? Yeah, yeah, get me a Superior. I'm in, I'm in the habit of uh, buying Transformers on the podcast. Right, on it. I'll send you... Yeah, leave it with me. All right, thanks, man. Uh, while you're doing that, there are some possible spoilers ahead if you are a Robots in Disguise watcher. Are you a Robots in Disguise watcher, anyone? On we podcast? are not. We discussed this last oh, week. No, We've we, stopped we it. I've, I've, I've stopped. Yeah. New ones. I, I might pick it up and watch a couple, but like, it's not it's not compelling for me. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, um, there is a clash of the Transformers Legion two pack 
uh, that's out in Australia. It is a Toys R Us exclusive. Um, and for some reason, even though it's been uh, released in Australia, it's been reported on TFW2005.com. So, so oh, that's great. It's everywhere. Like, it's, it's breaking the internet. Yeah. yeah, yeah. well, it is. So it's actually... So what it is, it's a two-pack of... Um, they're, they're Legends class figures, right? Yeah, the, the little yeah. Um So it's... Also, oh, it's the Bumblebee and Underbite pack, but we've also got no. Optimus Prime and Megatronus. There's two. There's two two packs. Oh, I've seen the Optimus Prime and Underbite. Uh, the TFW one also shows Bumblebee and Underbite and um, yeah. Optimus and Megatronus. So there are two two packs. Oh. Uh, if you put okay. them together, they make yeah. four. Okay. Um, wow. wow, I know, right? So, it's amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Megatronus is a thing in Robots in Disguise. Hmm. This is, that, that's interesting. And apparently, um, uh, someone on the group is saying that they they, they grabbed the, the picture of Megatronus, which clearly shows his faction symbol, um, scanned his faction symbol into the game, and found out that there's actually going to be a warrior class figure for yeah. Megatronus coming as well. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, like so, to, to be honest, these figures look kind of okay, and in some ways they look kind of rubbish as well. Yeah, look at Tiny Man. Have you seen them? They yeah. are really small. Like so, Megatronus looks okay, um, but Optimus really looks weird. It's the weirdest looking Optimus I've seen in a while. And also, even weirder is the fact that um, if you look at the figure in the box and then look at the uh, look at the the picture of the figure behind him, it looks nothing like it. Yeah, <laughs> Which range was it? Was it the Combiner Wars range that are doing something similar? Like the the actual box art looks nothing like the figures. Yeah. It's just it's, it's it's like usually it's close, right? Like yeah, there's there's a, there's a close approximation. And yeah, some but just... this is this is not even close. Like there are parts of Optimus Prime that are white. Like like he turns it he turns into a white truck. Like if anything, that's Ultra Magnus territory. That's Masquerade Prime wave four yeah, territory. Yeah, Ultra Prime territory. Yeah. But that's not. This is not Combiner Wars. This is RID. Yeah, true. So, yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of weird. Um. Anyway, so yeah, yeah that. You know, it's like saying, oh well, you know, Bay vs Bumblebee is yellow and it's G1 and mm. yeah, yeah. Um. So Bumblebee looks a bit different as well. Didn't really. they just invert his colours? No, no. They've. It's like he's got. It's like he's got some kind of armour on him. Oh, no, don't mind me. I'm just confirming our HLJ order instead. <laughs> <laughs> I really should look at these images. Oh, yeah. I think we're going to move on on that. Yeah, all right. Yeah. RID, okay. <coughs> so uh, there's another possible spoiler in here. It's not really a spoiler, I guess. Um, oh, it was, and... it was two months ago or a month ago when I mentioned it. <laughs> uh, Soundwave and Laserbeak? Soundwave. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So what we're talking about is the promotional image that came out this week of Soundwave and Laserbeak saying, Laserbeak, I have a mission for you. Uh, and apparently Hasbro is saying that uh, Soundwave is investigating the Combiners. Um, oh, it does sound. It does sound like he could probably just get a ship back to Cybertron if you've been if you've been keeping up with the Combiner Wars comics. He could probably just jump on a jump on a, a ship that heads back to Cybertron and figure them out for himself. But um, that's okay. Um, yeah, so it looks like, um, yeah, it, it, it does look like we will be getting a Soundwave figure. Very classical Soundwave looking in um, 
in, inside Combiner Wars. Uh, here's a question for you, though. What's with the font on the poster? The font? That's yeah. very 50s alien yeah. attacks. Yeah, very much. Um, that That's odd. I don't know where to place that. Uh, my question is, do you see the leader prime as Soundwave? The Voyager one. The Voyager prime. The Voyager one. Yes. Oh, look, I'm Absolutely. sure. I'm sure it can be done. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, so who's who's Soundwave going to combine with? Because like, well, whatever they, whatever they want to do. Yeah, it's oh, it's all Scramble all City. The, you just got to look at all the shapes and vehicles that are available. So, you know, you give Laserbeak and Buzzsaw two jets. You give Rumble and Frenzy two cars like their prime versions. Mm. You know, and who's left? Ravage, yeah. Do you... uh, so. So interestingly enough, Ravage is currently on the Lost Light in uh, the IDW. Oh, that doesn't count. <laughs> it, it actually kind of does because um, oh, more than meets the eye has sent the Protector bots over to the main Combiner Wars line, so. It it is important, at least at least in terms of the comics. I mean, yeah. I'm not sure. There's there's a there's an Ultra Magnus leader class figure that hasn't figured into anything in Combiner Wars yet. But yeah, okay. So well, Lace, Lace Lace gonna... does have a very classical look. There's another there's another uh, there's another image that came out and it's on Cybertron uh, showing Laserbeak's mission is to gather Combiner intel. Well, that's yeah, yeah and that's that's where so I was that's where I was going. He's going to yeah. scan the existing shapes and assume one of their forms and. You're yeah. going to end up repainted toys, laser beak. Yeah, the initial yeah. images of a G1 looking laser beak in flight. So, mm. what happens yeah. after that? Yes, it may be in the comics. It may be not. So, so yeah. I, on, in terms of the Combiner Wars comics, I kind of feel like um, I kind of feel like they're doing a com- they're doing like a Combiner Wars thing as kind of a mini series. And I don't think the Combiner Wars comics are going to last as long as the Combiner Wars toys mm. are going to, because they seem to be building, they seem to be building it up to a, a crescendo, like part four after mm. the Combiner Wars. So, yeah, we'll see what happens with the IDW comics for that. Um, anyway, look, let's. So, look, we're assuming that this means that we're we're going to get a uh, a Soundwave and Laserbeak at some point yeah, in the Combiner Wars coming. Toy line. They're coming. I reckon it'll sell like hotcakes. Yeah, Let's talk about it. You know, whinging from the fans, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta have every sound wave. I gotta have everyone. Yeah, they use you know pro sound waves. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Never that it was like a mutant friggin' bat or a, yeah, whatever. G winners. Gets me every time, man. If he's not a boombox from the eighties, oh my god, legacy destroyed. Oh my god, someone, someone's cracking on my childhood. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's move on. So t- some Takara Tony news. They have their their next uh, their next masterpiece up for pre order at the moment is Road Rage, and someone managed to get a uh, masterpiece Road Rage and sit it next to a Generation One Road Rage. Diaclone, uh, Diaclone Road Rage. <laughs> Well, so that's so. This is the this is the interesting thing. The um, the so the 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 post on TFW doesn't mention that it's a diaclone figure at all. They say it's a G one figure. Uh, the, the thing is, yeah, it was originally a diaclone vehicle, hmm. and about ten or so years ago, E Hobby released it yep. as part of their as part of their like a their figure range. 
So definitely, yeah. So that must be what we're looking at because it yeah. has an Autobot. So they they retro they retroactively created this whole backstory for her, mm. you know, and then yeah. Okay, so this it. the original figure was re-released as a uh, e hobby exclusive. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So it's, yeah. Okay. It's not Diaclone. It's an e hobby comparison. Well, so so, so it, I mean, yeah, it, it is fair to say that the original was a Diaclone, but the the one that um. The one that's pictured on TFW is definitely the eHobby release. So I think it's interesting, actually, looking at the comments on eHobby, there's a few people who are sort of lamenting that this is its own numbered release instead of just being an alternate release for um, 25 or, like, 25R or something. Mm. <laughs> yeah. You sound like you have thoughts on this, Bill. No, no, no. I mean, like, God, it's a number. Get over it. Mm. <laughs> Like, seriously, as Gordon Ramsay would say, fuck me. <laughs> like, it's a number on a box. I think at this point, I, I think at this point we might move on then. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think, I think uh, 24, but, oh, yeah, 24 being Star Saber blew the number thing out of the water, so it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, true. It was sort of, that was a bit all over the place, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, what happened then? Uh, I think they ended up releasing 24 before 23 because of all the messing around with exhaust. Yeah. Um, so let's let, let's move on. Um, Takara likes to tease figures that Hasbro's already released. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the Hasbro haven't released yet, this yet. Actually, that's true. They haven't. Um, so there's a very exclusive. <laughs> there's a very distinctive head head sculpt for um, Ultra Prime as it can be, as it can be seen and uh, we know that there's a bunch of there's a bunch of Autobot cars that combine to form the limbs of Ultra Prime and uh, yeah so Takara's done its usual Combiner Wars trick of uh, showing the figure in uh, in silhouette form what are you gentlemen what are your thoughts on uh, on the, the silhouette of the figure it looks like it's missing like it looks like it's missing a hip area it it looks like uh, for Cybertron Bruticus. <laughs> kind of does, actually, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it looks... I don't think... Even Superion, Menasaur, Defensor is looking more bulky, but mm. none of them seem to be filled out. Even with the Voyager uh, torso, it makes, so me, the, the, it makes me actually... think maybe there should be a leader torso because the Voyager one doesn't seem to be doing much of so, a better job there are actually multiple ways of configuring the legs on Prime and Motormaster um, mm, mm. and so yeah there's the sort of opinion does seem to be split as to which is the way to do it yeah. I would argue that the way that Takara set this up is not the way to do it mm. no but yeah either way I mean it does give him a fairly wide leg leg stance so, yeah. yeah but basically as I Child said in yeah, as I said in early March we have the Stunicon reissues uh, you got the Masquerade Autobots which again I said back then was going to be Wave 4 uh, Prowl's Dead End Mirage's Drag Strip so I, I don't think down. Masquerade's going to be Wave 4 um, because like there's going to be there has to be like figures that actually need to be um, need to actually line up with Prime but I don't know if, I don't know because well, Prime's, are, it's, Prime's it's already Wave out two. It's the wave two figures. Dead end, drag strip. 
Oh, so we're down. Saying, so, okay, so we're saying that they're going to be repaints of these guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> Enthusiasm level. And then, just... and then onslaught's <laughs> going to be wave five. It's just kind of weird. Oh yeah, yeah. So, so, so the thing is that there's actually no reason for this to actually be no. a masquerade prime because this... like they can just release the figures and say this is now ultra prime. Well, considering the prime's going to be white. There's no, just, just release deluxe. Well, they gotta do two voyages, so I don't know what they're gonna do there. It's gonna be a white prime, and you're probably gonna get another uh, Cyclonus out of it. Um, but just, just release Prowl, Mirage, Sunstreaker, uh, Ironhide as limbs, and you can put them onto the prime you got in Wave One. That's that's what I'm saying. It doesn't have to be a masquerade yeah. prime. No, oh, no. Oh, uh, the other thing I'll say to that is yellow. <laughs> okay, let's let's we have a lot uh, of third party news. Yeah, to talk about we'll get into let's, it. Let's get onto it. Yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, Voodoo Robots has released the first test, the test images of their newest figure, which is a masterpiece scaled version of the Autobot Medic Ratchet in his Generation One form. Uh, so. Convention of Wisdom says that uh, Takara actually has Ratchet and Ironhide in production, although they haven't been announced yet. So we'll see who um, we'll see who comes out on top. It's a it's a nice looking figure, although I would say it's perhaps a little bit boxy for a masterpiece. I'd say it's basic. To get that to transform mm-hmm. back into the uh, van mode, that. Um... Well, so a lot of the so a lot of the smaller Autobot cars have got fairly basic transformations yeah. in their masterpiece form. Yeah. So maybe it's alright. I mean. The, the thing the thing that I often make the mistake of is when people say it's masterpiece scale, I assume it's going to be like the size of Optimus Prime, but it's not. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's an error. Yeah, so fair enough. Uh, look, look, so take that taken. Looking at the robot mode picture, I reckon it looks pretty good. It he's does. got wind, he's got windscreen wipers and mirrors. <laughs> and yeah, he's got mirrors. He's he's, he's yeah. it's like it's like he has uh, mirrors for nipples. Yeah, and all they have to do to make a rat... Now that you've uh, seen it, you can't unsee that. <laughs> all they have to do to make a uh, Ironhide out of it is take the light box off the top, so... It's yeah. a uh, yeah. sure thing for them. So, you know, just looking at looking at this, there's one thing that I, I have to say I've noticed that almost every third-party Transformer does that almost none of the, the first-party ones do, except once you get up to sort of the bigger masterpiece ones um they they have feet that swivel so that you can actually place them flat no matter which way the, uh, the foot goes mm. like it does look a little bit weird when their feet are when their legs are apart like they're doing the splits um but it does it does give the figure quite a bit of the quite a, a decent ability to stand up um when it's uh when it's being posed to do different things yeah true so the other thing, I, the other thing I'll say is, so the one I'm looking at, it's definitely Ironhide. Um, oh, and the, the the main image on the thing is Ratchet. So Ratchet's just like a different head sculpt, really. Well, you take bar. that chevron off his head and the light bar off the alt mode, and you've got Ironhide, really. Yeah, pretty much. So what is everyone, you know, what are the guys that have bought the iGear versions going to do? 
Well, those the weapon specialists and the medical <laughs> so he, specialists are pretty good-looking figures, and I so know he, he brought them. Here's the, here's the thing, Bill. If you've already bought the eye gear versions, it's not like it's not like your figure spontaneously combusts. They do. <laughs> <laughs> like, you still have you still have a figure, you and you've had go. a couple you you've had a couple of go. years of additional oh, usage no. out of it. <laughs> Six second abs. No, it just doesn't work that way. No, man. No, man. No. It's seven second abs. Seven second abs. <laughs> Um, if you spent yeah. if you spent a hundred dollars on the eye gear ones, I don't yeah. they they scale well they look great. I wouldn't try and sell them off for a hundred dollars to buy this for one forty or whatever it's going for. Like you know the guys that'll buy this you know voodoo you know and then six weeks down the track Takara goes oh M327 Zyphide yeah souls bro you know like. Yeah, I don't know. I, I so the other thing, the other thing that is obviously notable with these guys is that um, Takara masterpieces are announced like eight months before they're actually released. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, this also happens with a lot of the first part, a lot of the third party figures as well. Um, they they get announced and they have a massive long lead time, like that jazz that we were talking about earlier, uh, which we're about to talk about again. Um, that's yeah, that that's not coming out till December. Yeah. So yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff that can happen there. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So either way, Voodoo Robots, um, their Ratchet and Ironhide prototypes do look pretty good. I just I just hope we get some more third party Insecticons. <laughs> we there's not enough of them out there. There we just isn't enough third party. As I, as as I've become fond of saying, a plague of Insecticons. Insecticons. Ah. <laughs> uh, so we we actually talked about the Transformer rollout Tauro one at the uh, top of the show. So. Uh, Masterpiece Jazz, it is up for pre-order on TF Source for $90 US. Um, it'll be interesting to see how that goes. It is, it is Transform and Rollout's first figure. Um, so there's a number of there's a number of suspicious eyes looking in their direction, wondering what their quality control is going to be like. Um, yeah. So it might, be a, it might be another thing where you wait for the second production run of it. Yeah, yeah. just looking at the, uh, the production photos, I... Without seeing the alt mode, this thing looks like a statue, not a transformer. It really does, doesn't it? Yeah. Yes, he's got some uh, some uh, flaps on his shins, but you could say they just move so he has angle tilts, or ankle mm. tilts. But um, he looks awesome. I know that the MP Jazz is coming, but third party, uh, they seem to hold their prices. I'm not willing to spend the money on this because... Jazz probably won't come until 2016, so... Yeah. yeah. Where do the front wheels go? Oh, no, they tuck in underneath, don't they? Um, are they under his feet? Those feet are off the ground, so I don't know what... No, 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 I'm just, I'm just looking at his upper body. I mean, that's obviously going to be in the lines of, you know, Prowl and Blue Street, because it's the same system. You know, the arms tuck in. But I'm just trying to figure out where the front wheels go. Maybe they fold around behind the shoulders. The shoulders are on the wheels and they spin around. Yeah, I thought, I thought the front wheels went to the shoulders and the back wheels went to the legs. Yeah, they do, but I just can't see the front wheels in the photo in alt mode, that's all. In robot. Oh, right, yeah, okay. Yeah. The, yeah, the transformation... I'm guessing they're under the hood there somewhere. Maybe he's a parts former. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're, sit, they're sitting on the ground behind him. Yeah. Remember, well, no, the doors come off. Yeah, yeah, they do clearly, don't they? Yeah, so yeah, there is a bit of 
And that cat image really isn't doing it any favours, you know, having the back wheels so large, the front ones does, don't even look like they're touching the ground. But Well, and that's that's where my comparison to the uh, the Toy World B come in. Sort of like that chippy uh, looking alt mode. It looks like he's sort of bent like a banana. <laughs> <laughs> he's, uh, he's ready to roll. Those back wheels are pushing further than the front wheels. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a good-looking figure, but, uh, I mean, then again, look, they might, it might come out and people are going to be like, man, this is the best thing since Quakewave, you know what I mean, as far as build quality goes, so I don't know. He's a favourite figure, so... Yeah, but, you know, that's what I mean, like, with what you're saying, with, you know, if Jazz is around the corner, yeah. you know, and these guys are doing this and people are going to drop 90 bucks on it, and then, you know, six months down the track, there's a, a, a an official one. Meister on the door instead of Master. Takara have a... Uh, they have an uphill battle over this bot mode. You reckon? I don't know, man. It's the, the bot, the alt mode, the, the transformation is pretty simple. Yeah, well, the alt mode, the alt mode, no, but just the bot mode. Yeah. Um, I, again, I'd have to, I'd have to re-watch the Carter and it's... I'm pretty. I'm not pretty removed, but removed from it. So, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a good look. I mean, it looks like it's got very long lower legs. Yeah, and they've yes. included the accessory of having the boombox speakers on him too, which is that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't understand the winch hook though. He used that for like thirty seconds in one episode. <laughs> memory. Yeah, but, but this is how they do all the masterpieces. Like they include like some prop that they had in one episode. Yeah. It's like yeah. I yeah. mean, I can understand if it's something like the immobilizer, and there's an entire episode built around it. Oh, I don't remember that. <laughs> no, neither do I. Like, I, I actually don't remember that either. There you go. Yeah, never mind. Oh, by um, the way, we got the HLJ order confirmation. Yay. Yay. I, I owe you more money. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's move on. Spark oh, well, toys. one one last Spark thing. Toys. There is a there there, <laughs> there is a choking hazard on it, and small parts may uh, not be suitable for children under sixteen. <laughs> Under 16? Jesus, really? Is that what it said? Wait a minute. I, got re- I, I closed it. I got re- yeah, under 16, yep. Are you serious? There's a, war- there's a choking hazard warning on the website. Small parts, not not for children under 16 years. What? Keep that gun away from your mouth. You'll choke on it. Oh my God, that's... A- <laughs> no, so, like, in general, I would trust a 15-year-old with a Masterpiece Transformer. My five-year-old deals with a Masterpiece Transformer. <laughs> well, not with Jazz, he doesn't. No, not this one. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, so uh, Spark Toys has a War Within Optimus Prime prototype, which i got to say, um, I loaded up the prototype, and I'm like, yep, they just copied the Titanium figure. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Did they just take parts of Prime and mash it together? No, so, so the, the War Within is a comic series that um, Dreamwave started years ago that um, is meant to tell the story of some uh, internal battles during the war set on the Cybertron. And so they're generally, they're like Cybertron form figures. Yep. Um, and so so this Optimus Prime is quite famous for having these sort of um, bull bars uh, at the front of him. Okay. He doesn't have the sort of traditional truck mode figure, but he's still like a, you know, like a, a transport vehicle and stuff. But... Um, yeah, yeah. So Hasbro did release. Gun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's got the same gun. It, it, you know, you know how you travel around the world and 
no matter where you go, McDonald's French fries taste the same. <laughs> no matter which Transformers continuity you're in, Optimus Prime's gun is the uh, anchor point. It might it might actually be like it might actually be like the hinge point of the Transformers multiverse. Well, it could very well be. Yeah. Uh, however, notable uh, notable stuff that Spark Toys has added is swiveling feet once again, so that Optimus Prime can do the splits while keeping his feet does, on the ground. Does this does this rifle have Dan's signature on it? Dan. You know, figure uh, whatever his name is. Gilvasan. The no, artist. You know, Dan figure. What's his name? Well, apparently you don't know. <laughs> I can't remember his name. I'm gonna. I'm sorry. Oh God, what's it? How do you pronounce his last name? You boys carry on. Just okay. Me. All right. So yeah. So um, what well, the war within Prime? Like, so looking at him, he looks pretty impressive. I like um, the bot mode. Yeah. The uh, the alt mode. It's like Figueroa. Oh, Don Don Figueroa. Yeah. That's it. Thank you. Why would it have his signature on the gun? Because I think the, if I'm not mistaken, the titanium toy had that on his gun. Really? Hmm. Oh. Well, okay. So, so that might actually that that might be fair enough because the titanium figure design was probably Don Figueroa. Yeah. Um, that's right. And so, so this this is one of the things that I quite liked when we started getting figures that were based on comic characters is that. It came it, like it came out that when they were designing these figures, um, they like the comic artists went to figuring out how they would build this as a toy, and like they didn't sit down with a computer-aided design system. They're just like, yeah, fold the arm in under here and that'll go. And <laughs> this, this goes there. And like and like they've taken that to Hasbro, and Hasbro's just gone, yep, we can do that. And yeah, and and so these figures have come out. No, we can't. I, so, I actually reckon that the um, I reckon that the this War Within Optimus Prime. And the vehicle mode looks pretty good, even though like it doesn't really look like a vehicle that we're familiar with. It's like a, it is like an armored transport kind of thing. Well, that's exactly right. It's sort of it, I see a lot of the uh, fall of Cybertron Optimus in it. Well, I, and I, I think I think the fall of Cybertron and the war for Cybertron figures. Yeah. I think I think they actually borrowed quite a lot from the War Within figures because it's the same kind of thing where it's like you know it's stories that are set during the war on Cybertron. Yeah, I think I don't think the exhaust pipes suit it. No, um, but since we are talking about Mad Max a bit this week. Well, yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. No, he hasn't got a supercharger hanging out the front of it, but um. But he has a gun sticking out the back, which kind of kind of shits me. <laughs> blast, blaster pipe. So, so, so this is this is something that I've noticed a lot of a lot of um sort of third-party prime characters do is like they just they put the gun there and it's just like the gun's part of the vehicle it just points backwards and like it's not a cat's tail he doesn't need the gun <laughs> to point there to keep his balance mm. so, yeah just i mean yeah, find yeah, find yeah. something better to do with the gun make it point forwards perhaps so they can shoot someone who's in front of him yeah um, and he's got like, like light lasers for those that shoot out of his front lights yeah I love the front yeah. wheels and I love and the then, way the axle just, can just roll his shoulder over and he's got like six laser rifles. I was going to say on the whole like um, shooting backwards versus shooting forwards. I'm currently working my way through the sixth season of the very excellent TV show Justified, and I watched an episode tonight where um, the the main character shot someone as he was running away from him in the back. And um, and then he's when he's caught up with him, the guy's going, "Oh, you shot me in the back." And he's going, "Well, if you wanted me to shoot you in the front, you should have run towards me." 
<laughs> true. <laughs> true. Very true. Uh, so yeah, but yeah. So uh, War Within Optimus Prime apparently likes to shoot people that he's running away from. So that's mm. cool. Um, no, that's a, a nice mode, and uh, yeah, I won't be getting it, but I do like it. Yeah. Uh, so let's uh, talk a little bit about some. Let's talk about some less controversial mm. transbot <laughs> ex-transbots figures. Uh, they are making a masterpiece beachcomber. Does anyone know why? Who knows? Because that's mm. the directive Takara gave him, I suppose. So. Well, most, <laughs> most have the I, idea version, so they're happy with that. I, I, I love your theory on third party. Third party. <laughs> yeah, I maintain it, man. Like tinfoil hat normal, so, I'm telling you. So i got to say, I went into, I went into um, one of the shops in Singapore I was talking about third party figures and this guy was just like oh, I won't buy any third party figures blah, blah, blah. and I've just gone well, I know someone who actually has a theory that all the third party all the third party companies are owned by Takara he's like no no not at all no nah, <laughs> like, but you haven't disproved it you've just said you don't believe that's right yeah. he just scoffed at you and... <laughs> <laughs> scoffing doesn't prove anything yeah, so that, this is true he scoffed at me and I backed off so all <laughs> Uh, so yeah, um, X-Transbots is doing a Masterpiece Beach game, and he'd have to be a pretty small figure. Yeah. Uh, and actually, there is a pi- there is a picture of him on, I was going to say in someone's hand, but it's actually on someone's fingers. So yeah, he's a pretty small figure. Um, it's How got, much do they want for that pothead? I don't know. No, prices are listed. Yeah, no, they haven't, um, prices are not out yet. Oh, so he doesn't come with Spike and Spark Plug, they've used... Dr. Wu's spike and spark plug in the uh, in the figures and it kind of works well with them. It looks good, yeah. That looks good. So that actually that actually does give you a a scale for the figure too. I, I don't understand. Like really, Beachcomber? Did you yeah. own Beachcomber as a kid? Yes. I I owned Beachcomber as a kid and I don't understand why, but I have a soft spot for him. Really? Yeah, I do. Like the, so, the guy would rather smoke bongs than fight. Like I don't <laughs> understand. Like what the. He should be the size of MP Bumblebee. If not, he should not be bigger than that. So it'll be interesting to see some some uh, comparison photos. Uh, I believe there is a there's a, there's actually a comparison photo comparing him to some to another kind of beachcomber, or was it? Is that maybe? is that what I think it is? Has he um, got like a has he got like a golden right hand? Um. I don't know because he's always got his. No, I think that's just because it's a test shot, right? Yeah. Sure. So it doesn't. So it doesn't forget which hand's the fapping one. Yeah. No, that's. <laughs> um, you know, know there's a Revenge of the Fallen Megatron that photo. Later. Uh... Wow. The yeah, the, yeah, uh, the black beach camera and the blue beach camera. There's a Revenge of the Fallen Megatron in the corner. Yeah. Um, so look, that's going to be coming out yeah. sometime yeah. in uh, <laughs> next, I think... next week. Next week we'll show you some for coloured photo. There's some coloured photos have emerged today, which oh, is okay. just a br- right. just the blue, the blue colour for him in uh, alt and bot mode. That's not really anything okay. new. You still see what the figure actually is, whether the colour's on or not. So. So here's uh, here's our next one then. Um, Mastermind, Mastermind Creations. Uh, Bill, you you asked for this. You wanted some more Insecticons. Now you got them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I enough. Um, so so Mastermind Creations now has a sub label called Ocular Max because 
Why not? Yeah. Um, and so they've got a, this category is for masterpiece inspired figures influenced by Studio Ox, oh. whatever whatever Studio Ox is. Um, yeah. So there's a. It's, it's so weird. Why would you release an image and then black out part of it that says design oh. being refined? Yeah, there's something yes. wrong there. Yes. Honestly, I think sometimes the third-party figures think their marketing is a lot smarter than it is. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah it's, so like, it's like Takara's silhouette of Devastator. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gosh, I don't know who that was. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, so yeah, Mastermind Creations has got some more Insecticons coming out. Yeah. I've got they I've look, got the they do I've look pretty good. Toy World, uh, not Toy World, the fans toys ones, and they're happy enough in my collection. I'm not going to go and update every time another third party company wants to uh, make new ones. <laughs> can I, can I just point out there is actually oh so I, I, I'm not sure if. I'm not sure if you actually put it in here. No, you didn't. So I'm going to add a story into our run sheet, which is the... Oh, my God, I can't remember how to pronounce it. It's the Masterpiece Sunstreaker that I posted in the... Um, uh, spin oh. Out. Spin Out, yes, Spin Out, but it's like the um, the name of the company that's producing it. I cannot possibly remember the name of it. Omni, Omnitronics? Omni, yeah, it's Omni something. Omni. I, just, I, just think, I just think, oh, my God. Omni consumer products. Google it. Google it. So anyway, there is a streaker out there called Spin Out, and uh, he looks pretty awesome. But I'll tell you, I'll tell you what he has to come with, or at least some some third party needs to come up with this figure. He needs to come with Bob. Yeah. 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 Even though even though Bob has been set set loose. (laughs) Uh, If you if you've read the most recent Combiner Wars comic, Bob fled the scene of the uh, construction of a certain. of a certain combiner um, and poor Bob is now roaming Cybertron free and looking for a new master Bob this is an awesome name what about Bob <laughs> so, just so, do that so yeah no, so, so someone needs to make Bob um, <laughs> i got to say I'm actually a little bit disappointed that no one has so yeah but when, party comes, get on. so what about what about spin out what do we think sexy yeah I reckon so that's, that's I'll be honest, like that's pretty hot. That's mm. pretty hot. I like that. It does. Look I don't nice. know about all that. Yeah, I suppose the MPs do have all that tech detailing on, you know, if you whitewash it. Well, so not all of them do though. Yeah, I'm just thinking, looking at it's the thing. You know what it is? You know the lower legs, mm-hmm. the calves. They're trying to be toy accurate. You know how that they, they had that on the toy, yes. all that black stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think that kind of. Just takes it away from the overall appeal. A little bit. I think. Yeah. I think there's a um, there's a there's a certain chunkiness that I quite appreciate. Mm. In the mm. Um. So yeah. Oh, very nice. Mm. Very nice. Agreed. I am just um, I'm just madly scrolling down the <laughs> scrolling down the group trying to find them. And he's actually taller than Sideswipe by about half a head. Is he? Yeah. Wow, okay. There you go. Alright, let's move on. Uh, so, uh, where do we get to... Um... The Astro Train. Yeah! Another one. <laughs> yo, yo, dog, we heard you like some Astro Train, so we put some <laughs> Astro Train <laughs> into your Astro Train, <laughs> okay. so you can Astro Train some more. I'll, t- I'll, 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 tell you, I'll tell you what these guys are not going to 
are not going to do is they're not going to be able to release it with that name. No. <laughs> uh, so so what do we got? It's um, Machine Boy. Yeah, Space yeah. Rope. What? The name. The figure's name is Space Roma. Space Roma. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Space Roma. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. When you say Roma, you mean Rome-er, right? Yeah, as if you yeah, Sorry, I was, I, was, I was just thinking a bit stray in there. Strayer. Strayer. Oh, yeah, no, I, I see the mention of it now. It's like, so for some reason, when you said Space Roma, I, I for some reason, I just went to Roma Street in Brisbane. <laughs> I was like, what? why would they call it that? Um, yeah, okay, so, yeah, so Space Roma. Um, Space Roma. Yeah, by Machine Boy. Sounds like a techno band, I don't know. A Voyager. Like a, Voyager sounds like figure. Mm. So it's a Voyager, not a masterpiece. He looks pretty chunky. Yeah, nice figure, but 140 bucks. Ooh. You could probably you could just buy the uh, the platinum um, the platinum reissue and you could get Astro Train in weird psychedelic colours for your money. And, and yeah, it still has true. forty bucks left over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know, so it doesn't look like they've um, it doesn't look like they've made like significant changes to the sculpt or the, uh, no that's not that's not really true but like the, it does look toy accurate to generation one um, like it looks toy accurate but they've obviously had better articulation on it but it's like yeah you know he's just got these large sort of chunks of plastic attached to his arm and it, it, he's he's also suffering from that massive gun syndrome where I'm sure the gun will <laughs> overbalance the figure <laughs> yeah coil on that thing. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So what are we saying? He's going to be like 140 bucks in his Voyager size. Yeah. 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 The, uh, those third-party Voyagers are going up in price. So uh, they're going up in price, but they are going up in complexity as well. Yeah. True. So like. True. So like, I'm I'm kind of willing to give him the benefit of the doubt on that, and if it's your thing, then you're going to get it anyway. So. Yeah, that's true. I mean, even if you have. What's the other one? Chugga Chugga and uh, <laughs> Devil Star. And... Well, you've got a Masterpiece version and a, another Voyager version, so... Yeah, so, yeah, the Astro Trade Wars. Yeah, it's the, uh, it's the Predaking Wars all over again. Yeah, and people laugh when I say, like, Takara gives them projects to work on. <laughs> yeah. You know, they don't believe me. They think, you know, go stand on the corner with your sign. Why yeah. do you think we've got, like, Friggin' six defensors coming out all at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Who collects some um, QT figures? Uh, I don't, I but they look good. <laughs> but then I got one in hand and I realised, yeah, no. Well, no. I have a I have a QT hot rod somewhere around here, and that's the that's about as far as I want to go with the QTs. But um, I do know people that are quite huge fans of them. Um, they're super. They're basically super deformed Japanese versions of. Um, uh, G1 characters. So the reason we the reason we talk about these QT figures, I don't actually know. I don't actually know why we put this in third party, um, but, because they are right. actually official Takara Tomy products. Okay. Um, QT17 yeah, tracks is coming out alongside with Skids and Drift on the 27th of June, so it's another month away. And um, yeah, it looks like a QT figure. Yeah. Yeah, you've seen one, you've seen them all. You pretty much have. Yeah. I've actually got the Hello Kitty version on pre-order. <laughs> of, of course you do. I think it's for the missus. Oh, sure. I'm, no, it is. Legit, I'm going to surprise you. 
She'll be surprised, I can tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> She'd be like, wow, you're so romantic. <laughs> I love you. Uh, just in case she listens to the podcast. Um, okay, <laughs> so uh, there's... Yeah, so we've got QT21 skids. There's Drift is also coming out in June. Mm -hmm. And there's movie characters that nobody cares about that are coming out in Uh, June. No. Movie? So, um... Speaking of movie... So, speaking speaking of movies, uh, we got some news this week that uh, in Paramount's continuing quest to expand the Transformers cinematic universe, as it's now become known, um, they've brought Andrew Barra and Gabriel Ferrari, who spent half a year doing production rewriting on Marvel's Ant-Man, joining the writer's room that um, Paramount and Michael Bay have uh, set up. This This must be one hell of a room. Yeah, um, I don't. They, 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 they haven't even they haven't even decided which movie. I don't think I yet. don't think the air conditioning's on in it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then everyone, Michael Bay walks in and runs like, "Oh, who farted?" Uh, <laughs> that is so, my fart, Googie egg. <laughs> so just in case, just in case, just in case you're not familiar with what the uh, the Paramount Transformers writers' room is going to be doing, this is a group of people that um, they've been organised to hatch sequels, prequels, and spin-offs yeah. on the uh, the multi-billion-dollar Transformers yeah. franchise. Expand uh, the cinematic franchise. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, interestingly enough, um, one one story that's come out is that there's a uh, working title of Transformers 1 on an origin story that takes place on Cybertron. Um, yeah, it might be time for a human-free Transformers movie. Finally, yeah. after So, so if they're going to do a Transformers <laughs> Origins movie, does that mean that they're going to do Quintus on this? Uh, um, well, that's the thing. How far do you go back? Well, so, so you know what? In, in that case, though... If they actually were going to do that, if they'd actually brought, if they, the theory is that they're going to bring Unicron into the um into the second trilogy at some point, it would actually be oh, pretty compelling. Okay. Mm. Oh, I've run out of my lead on my chair, unhooked. <laughs> that did, that that didn't go well. Okay. Um, so so if you if you read the Marvel comics from the 80s there is actually a really compelling sequence in one of those and it's one of simon Furman's comics where he tells the story of paramus and unicron as ancient gods sort of jumping from dimension to dimension and uh fighting each other across different planes of existence mm-hmm. and in an effort to in an effort to finish the the battle once and for all when they jump into our universe Primus tricks Unicron into jumping into the form of a, a barren moon instead yeah. of instead of actually uh, taking the form of something else and Primus takes residence as Cybertron mm-hmm. and so Primus over time is able to uh, influence the influence the, the the living beings on him and they sort of evolve into mechanical beings which become transformers whereas Unicron have, over the years learns to reshape his prison into his planet form that we know and love so if they actually were to bring Unicron in and if they were to do that on a, on a cinema on a, in a cinematic scale that could be really good. I That's that's good. <laughs> but uh <laughs> No, I've I've no I'm no sure of that, but um let's not exceed our expectations on this. 
that. No, 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 that's fine. It is actually a Paramount and Michael yeah. Bay Watches film. In, so, at, at the end, they, you know. they're selling toys. Sure, you know. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't know what, 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 I don't know what they're going to do. Transformers 1 may yeah. or may not happen, but, you know, it's just a thought. It's, it's, yeah. it's something that I wouldn't mind seeing it actually um, taken into the cinematic realm. Yeah, it could be Orion Pax starting out. Yeah, I'm on Paperboy and I get hit by a Decepticon con car and then I have to be Optimus Prime. It just. So wait, wait, wait. Are you saying that? Are you saying that um, Orion Pax got hit on the head one day and woke up as Optimus Prime? Yes. Okay. Oh. <laughs> seems legit. Yeah. That's that. That seems like a plot line that might Absolutely. might. Uh, so what, what did we have? We had Sam's parents <laughs> getting stoned in Revenge of the Fallen. Exactly. So why the hell not? Exactly. Alpha Tron. What's that? A snow cone maker. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just uh, yeah. They're just we need to uh, detach what they are doing now to anything that's come before. Don't think, oh, oh, we're gonna see, uh, we're gonna see the beginnings of the '06, uh, the '86 movie or something. Just don't work yourself up into a panty twist now. Oh, they will, man. Yeah, it just... What is is the one thing that kills Transformers movies before they open? It's the weight of expectation. Uh, Do you remember how how much everyone freaked out when they found out that there were going to be Dinobots in Age of Extinction? And then it's like, oh, that's your Dinobots? Okay. It... (laughs) Yeah. It happened Ben Affleck after Daredevil said, I'll never get into a suit again. And then he was... Uh, cast as Batman, and that right. blew it in and up, saying, <laughs> "But he didn't want to do it again." <laughs> and now, yeah. yeah, yeah, Batfic. But um, and now uh, just Hasbro, Paramount. Every time, well, basically every time the Transformers, every it's about every three years, they're reimagined, redone. Yes, sometimes some cues, design cues. Uh, transition into the next series, whatever else. Uh, since G1, it's been a toy commercial. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Uh, and, uh, right, we're going to go for an extended universe. Well, I said this today that, on that's... one post. Get the goddamn Joe Joe Get Roadblock. Get Roadblock on bloody AOE's uh, hound's shoulder with a minigun. While he's shooting ammunition, just have him going back and forth. Oh man, that could be incredible. Yeah. But you know, the the thing is, man, like as soon as they say Transformers Origins, yeah, everyone already has an idea in their mind of you know over the last thirty years what it should be like, right? And oh. then when they actually they they present like an original story, and then it's like, oh my god, you're just shitting all over the legacy. <laughs> Where everyone goes to Expert Origins Wolverine. Oh. <laughs> yeah. True. But yeah. yeah, it's it's weird. Just I just like mate, like it doesn't have to be friggin', you know what I mean? Like just because it happened thirty years ago, it's not setting comedy. No, it's, it's just not. Now... Look, 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 let's let's move on. It's a rumor. Yeah. It may not happen. It's just Wait, it's going to come yeah. up. We'll get we'll get back more news. So here, else. so here's a question: the guys in question, Andrew Barra and Gabriel Ferrari, has anyone actually looked at their bios and seen what they've done besides working on Ant Man? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I'm the part, uh, hey man, unless it's made up of 45 minutes of a train scene on a kid's uh, layout, I don't that, care. That that does look awesome. That does look awesome. I hope the whole movie is that, but I'm doubtful that it is. Oh, you know, you know, you know, well, you know I'm going to change my tune on this because, like, um, I just I, I just googled Andrew Barrow and there's a lovely picture of him smiling for the camera. So he's not he's not a heartless asshole. The studio pressure also plays a part. And I'm getting that from Jurassic World, so I'm, yeah. Studios are evil. I'll go for that. Oh man, Gabriel <laughs> Ferrari, however, there is a soccer player born in 1988 who looks, yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Andrew. So Andrew Barra apparently worked on a Zac Efron movie called Die in a Gunfight. Awesome. And uh, Gabriel Ferrari also worked on that. Interesting. So they, it looks like these two have worked together quite a while. Ah, so uh, trade out Mark F, uh, Mark Wahlberg and the uh, rumoured Bumblebee exclusive spin-off will be uh, Bumblebee yeah, and Zac Efron. Are they going to give Bumblebee a voice before they give him his own movie? Oh, God, I hope so. Well, if God, that, I hope so. If it's, a, if it's a prequel, he'd have to have one. Well, I don't know if it's going to be a prequel. It hasn't been, yeah, it hasn't been uh, said as a prequel. Didn't, didn't, didn't they... In the movie universe, he lost it during the war, didn't he? No, in the in the prime. Yeah, he squished his throat. Hey, yeah. that's in the and prime. For some, for some, for some reason, universe. even though Ratchet can fix anything, he can't fix a voice box. Yeah, yeah. that's the prime. The prime universe. He lost his voice box to Megatron, yeah. and Ratchet couldn't fix it. In the movie universe, he lost it, and Ratchet decided to fix it, and then. Somehow he lost the ability to use it again. So yeah, that was the that was the uh, writers and the studio in part two going. The kids love the digital fart. R two D two, go for yeah. it. Yeah. All right, yeah. I think we should move on. Uh, this is going to be the part of the podcast where we talk about the latest additions to our collections. I have some. Brad, have you got anything? I have nothing. So go ahead, sir. Bill? Oh, I just had some Combiner War Series 4 Deluxes come in my pile of loot. Okay, cool. Nice. Yeah, yeah, I'm a little behind, but they're getting there. And... A little behind. You've got Series 4. <laughs> oh, Series 3, sorry. <laughs> even, so, even so, they're not out here yet anyway. So I have a nice little purchase that I got some stuff on eBay this week. Um... I managed to procure, even though they are in French, uh, they're French <laughs> slash English, the um, MicroMaster Military Patrol, Hot Rod Patrol, and Monster Trucks Patrol, because Monster Trucks patrolling is not at all um, conspicuous. Nah. Blends right in, mate. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I got these MicroMasters. Um, they're on sealed cards. Nice. Um, so I believe there was a bit of a discovery about four or five years ago of a, a whole bunch of like mint on card MicroMaster sets somewhere in Italy or in France or something. And so I think that's where these have come in. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, I'm I'm pretty happy with them because they're the uh, they're the they're actually the Transformers branding and packaging artwork and stuff that I actually associate mostly with Transformers from as a kid. It's the the slightly slanted. Um, slightly slanted text with the rounded R's and the single lines to um, denote the lettering. I really like them. Um, and the, uh, the the sort of like different width lines down the right-hand side. I think they're actually the same packaging 
era as the gold reissues. Um, and it's the same design on them. It's just not the gold. But yeah, I really like them. I could probably just actually, I could probably just settle this by looking on the back and saying, uh, yep, they're from, yep, they're from 1989. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I'm really happy with them. Um, wouldn't mind looking for more of them. I really want the, um, the uh, I think the Streetcar Patrol, the one that's got Roadbuster in it. Roadbuster, Roadmaster, whatever he's called. Little red dude. <laughs> I really liked the little red dude when I was a kid. So, yeah. And the other thing I quite like about these is um, the character artwork on the boxes. Um, they're, they're, gonna they're, dig, they're quite I'm gonna well drawn. I've got to dig mine out again. Are they the ones with the, where they're just, there's four of them? Mm-hmm. Yep, four on the card. The card, yeah, yeah. And the, uh, the 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 things that they're sitting on, it's like these folded bits of cardboard. Some of them are reflective, and yeah, because they're, they're on a, they're on an angle on the card, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, on, yeah, yeah, awesome, awesome, yeah. Yeah, they're quite well packaged. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I managed to procure three of those this week, um, and I'll be looking for some more. Um, I also bought um, Ashes. Uh, Robot Heroes Decepticon Sneak Attack set um, and I think I bought a whole bunch of MicroMasters from him as well and they have been mistakenly shipped to my parents' place in Melbourne so I have to oh, figure no. out how to go and pick them up Oops, oops. <laughs> Yeah, oops um, and The best bit is my parents aren't there uh, so they're sitting uh, at the post office and I'm going to have to get my neighbour to go and pick them up for me Damn Yeah uh, so, so yeah, uh, that's that's gone well. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, um, I'm all about the MicroMasters this week. Oh, I, I still remember their commercials. They're not just small, they're transformers. <laughs> yeah, and there's this little kid putting all the the um, the little uh, what's his name together. Uh, you know the stations, like there was a fire yeah. station and a. Well, Brad, Brad got flat top recently as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, uh, what's it called? The, the ship. So the, the, other thing think, ship. The, the other thing I think is delightfully cheesy about the uh, MicroMasters packaging is that um, where Transformers for years had been promoted as more than meets the eye, the MicroMasters, because they're small, they're more, oh, dot, 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 I, much more, more than meets the eye. Yeah. yeah. It's actually... It's actually because they're so small, it's actually pretty much exactly what meets the eye. Get the extra type in there. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit of extra typesetting, you know. It's, um, <laughs> it's look, it's given the artist something to do, okay? Mm. Mm. All right. Are you going to get the like the, the, the city and stuff happening? You going to open them or what? No, I'm not. No, I'm not going to open them. Uh, You're not opening them. No, I'm, I've turned into I've turned into you. <laughs> display, so, so, display. So this is the thing, right? When I get a figure, now if if like if it's a new figure and it's in packaging, I'll open it because yeah. there's so many of them that they're never going to be collectors' items. Yeah. But if they are figures from like the '80s, I'm not going to open them. Mm. Um, unless, like, unless, especially because these are like the blister pack ones where, like, if you open them up, then um, you know you've ruined it for basically. Yeah, yeah, because you basically. can't reseal them. Yeah. Unless, you, unless you cut across the bottom or something, but then you'll bend the plastic. Yeah, too much. Yeah, yeah. And it's just kind of ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, just leave them. Yeah, just leave them be because I think I've actually bought much of the much the same figures loose from Ash. <laughs> Even better. So we'll see. We'll see how that we'll see how that works out. <laughs> you should get it. You should. You need an Erector just for the name, man. <laughs> I, I somewhere. That's. that's that's the worst named transformer. <laughs> nah, nah, I think it'd be Discharge. Oh, oh God. 
okay, so we've, re- we've reached the funny part of the podcast. Yep. Uh, let's talk about, let's do some listener feedback, except we don't have listener feedback, but Bill, I believe you have a question. Now, I have a question for you before we get into your question. Do, <laughs> do you listen to the podcast? Uh, occasionally, yes. All right, you're a listener. Give us your feedback. What's your question? Well, I just want to know, laser, razor, wax or cream, which is the preferred method of hair removal? Razor. Uh, has, has anyone asked Optimus Primal? <laughs> oh, poor monkey. Well, you know. <laughs> it's a tough question. I know, you know. Uh, I don't. I, I. I don't have an answer to this. I think we might. We might throw this out for a listener feedback. Uh, yeah. Listener feedback question. If if Brad doesn't choose to completely excise it from the podcast, we'll, we'll decide. <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> I no, no, no. See, so see, see. I like that. I like this. I've managed to. I've managed to talk Brad around to just pff, screw yeah. it. Don't ed- just don't edit it. Just leave it. Yeah. Nah, yeah. leave it in. Actually, leave I, it in. I tagged this for something. Yesterday was it the movie discussion? What are we? I tagged the three of us. Someone said something, and I tagged us, and I said, "Make a good podcast question." I didn't say that. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I'm just gonna have to scroll back until I find the burning H. Yeah. Uh, just, nah. Bill Finger mentions you in a comment. Let's have a look. Yeah, podcast topic. Let's scroll up. Oh, oh. okay. So that that was what we just talked about. What? The Transformers yeah. Origins spin-off movie. Oh, okay. Oh. In the works. All right. There you go. See? Efficiency. Mm. Ah, okay. So, RC uh, is a trash defensor. <laughs> RC is a trash compactor. Yep. <laughs> what, a, what a load of RCs. Uh, yep. Exactly. Uh, look, okay, I, I think we're at the point where we just have to go and do the outro. <laughs> um, yeah. So, Game uh, no credits. Tilt, tilt. Thank you, thank you for thank you for listening, and thank you for suffering through the uh, the last five minutes of the podcast. <laughs> if you haven't made it this far, um, we do endeavour to put the podcast out on a weekly schedule. So uh, thank you for listening, and we will be back next week. In the meantime, uh, we are on iTunes, so uh, head over there and give us a review, please. Hopefully, hopefully it's a good review. Um, if you're going to give us a bad review, just don't bother. That's right. We are now actually eBay sellers. Where um, if you give us anything less than a five star review. It is actually the same as negative feedback, as, <laughs> as one eBay seller said to me. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, let, see how it goes. We'll put the link in the show notes for, for iTunes. If you have iTunes, please go and rate us well because it means that at some point someone at Apple will be looking at a list of podcasts and they'll just go, oh, let's make that one a featured one. Yeah. Uh, the podcast is going up on YouTube. Brad is doing some magic and putting up pictures of the figures that we are discussing so that you can actually watch the podcast along as listening to it. Uh, go to YouTube and subscribe to the TCCA channel and you'll see uh, you'll see everything in there. They are going up. I think, Brad's, Brad, you said you're putting up the first episode and then you're going to keep pace with, uh, with the current releases. Yes, I put up uh, episode one and um, next one will be 14 and later on when things quiet down, if they do, we might just do a throwback. Throwback right. episode four, throwback episode eight, whatever. Sounds so, good. Yeah. So, uh, any shameless plugs or where uh, where can listeners find you, uh, Brad? I'm Brad. You're pretty, old. You're, you're pretty easy to find, um, actually. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. I'm on the group. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on Bill. the group. I'm uh, running the... 
Twitter feed and running the uh, YouTube channel. So just send a message to the admin of said uh, feature you're going at, and I'll be there. All right. Sounds I'll good. be How there, even if you try. Wow. <laughs> wow. Just, just wow. I'll be here by your side. Are you going to make me break out a, uh, a Eurovision song of some kind? I don't know. I haven't done it yet. You've did been, the Hoff, did the Hoff sing it? I've, I've, I've been threatening to. You've been threatening to. Bust it out, then. Go did, on. Did the, Hoff, did the Hoff sing it? I don't think David Hasselhoff was ever in Eurovision. I think he was oh. just big in Germany. <laughs> That's close. He had, that, he had that show about some shitbox car, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. This podcast has come to an abrupt close after we just kicked Bill off. Yeah, that, that was a dump button. <laughs> dump button. Bill, 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 I would invite you to tell people where to find you, but they will never find you now. <laughs> I'm sure that was the car's name. Shit. S H double T. So you, you can you can you can find Bill in the group by looking for the Big Burning H, which is actually it's a normal H, but the angry mob has set fire to him. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the uh, the silhouette Horizon 2000 is dead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, on the other hand, um, you can find me in the group and you can find me on Twitter at JM77. Um, and you can also find me on Ozdroid, especially this week doing a whole bunch of Google I.O. things, which is uh, one of the reasons why I'm very, very tired at the moment. Nice. Uh, yeah. So uh, that is it. Thank you for listening, and uh, we'll be back with next. We'll be back with more next week. Lovely. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for downloading this latest episode of Off the Shelf, the voice of the Transformers Collectors Club Australia. For further information, check out Facebook, where we have our Off the Shelf page. Hit like, or even check out the Transformers Collectors Club Facebook group. Any and all feedback is more than welcome. Um, you can send email to transformerscca at gmail.com or head on over to iTunes and leave us a review there. Also, Podbean have a review section where you can rate us and that way we get out to more people. Till all are one. <laughs> this is where the backing track goes, right? Oh, this has been a presentation of Transformers Collectors Club Australia. <laughs> nice. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> uh, cool. Gentlemen. Done. It's it's eleven o'clock. Yeah. I actually do not know who um Who's the who's the other admin? Uh, Lego Lee. He's, I don't know. I don't know who that person is. At the moment. Yeah, it's I have. Lex. I don't think I've ever seen that person in the group. Yeah, it's Lex Lee. Oh, I've seen him post a few times. Yeah, Lego. Lee. Yeah. Yeah, it's he's he's been off since November last year. He's been offline. Yeah, he, uh, well, that, come that back that on, predates me. Yeah, he come back online after Christmas just to. Uh, post and have a look around and he left again um back oh god we're nearly approaching two years now um he and i we started the group together 
Uh, I started this and he started the Transformers third party community group about the same time. Mm. Uh, he'd done the original artwork for me, which I need to uh, have a look at my computer and see if I can find so I can find out what exact date was when he'd done that to get a better idea of uh, when the group started. But um, he, uh, he made me an admin of his group. I made him admin of my group back then. And it's sort of just flowed into now. Yeah, I just um, think we should probably be a little bit careful about having inactive admins. Well, his is pretty much inactive, and he sold a few figures early on, mm. which put him up up in the uh, feedback. Um, and then yeah, he had to uh, he had family issues. He had to uh, step away from Facebook and the internet, from what I learnt. Uh, so see that not... sounds so much more serious than anything I've ever come up with uh, it's a state I had to take away from time away from the internet but then I live on the internet so like mm. you know well, to the, uh, he made his uh, account inactive twice now so mm. yeah I, I, I don't know it's just he uh, he uh, ended up throwing the band hammer on Sean Shane whatever you want to call it, when that all happened, because uh, I wouldn't, but, um, yeah, mm. it's just, is in the backwind, it's sort of... So, uh, so all, I'm, all I'm seeking to just point out there is that I've, like, I've been on the group for a few months and I've never seen this guy, like, really on the group at all, but he's an admin, so I'm just sort of like, mm, who is this person? Yeah, uh, it's more of an honorary admin role, but he doesn't have an admin role. Hmm. If, if you can see oh, that. okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, that's fine. Ah. Uh, How you doing, sir? Ah. Uh, fuck. Um, now I'm getting massive feedback from your uh, your end of the call there. Okay. God damn it. That sorted it. Did it? Mm-hmm. I just grabbed the uh, mic and wobbled it around a bit. I can't wait. I um I won that uh, Yeti Blue during the week or yesterday. Nice, yeah. 150 shipped. So next week. Yeah, cool. That's not too bad. Yeah, nice. Well, they're about 179 new, so. Yeah, no, it should be good. Um, it comes with a really long USB cable as well, so you can actually like you can move away from the computer and stuff if you need to. Yeah, I'll hit, hit mute and pull the headset off, and you're right, so. We have a Transformers CCA Twitter account now. Yeah, I don't know why, I just... No, that's fine. Yeah. I, 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 I think it's a good idea. Yeah, I'll just... It's mainly just somewhere to post when the episodes are released and for the podcast, and if there's um something major that happens on the group, I can... Uh, I can share it to the Twitter feed. It's, mm. it's mainly just because we're still looking at the download rate. There's still 25% of listeners that are US-based, and none of them are going to be members in the actual group, so... Wow. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. I... Maybe people just like listening to Australians talk about Transformers. Yeah, yeah. or... It's uh... the exit. 
Struth, then, I know then it's then like it's like that. Uh, yeah, you know, should have Australia Day podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, what's um what's twenty five? What's twenty five percent of forty? Because we're sitting about at thirty five to forty that'd be, downloads. That'd, 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 that would be ten. Ten. So there's ten. There's ten yanks. That, Bill, don't uh, you do maths for job for a job? Me? <laughs> oh, twenty five. Sorry, I did twenty five. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, <tens. laughs> there's one for the outtakes. <laughs> if you got to ride, Dano, <laughs> maybe that's why he hates hot rods so much. <laughs> why do the podcast when you can do it from Lookout Mountain? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if his father's still alive. Maybe he was yelling to him, Daniel, shoot out the brace. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Sometimes I get outside, shattered. <laughs> <laughs> if you're gonna ride, Daniel. There it is. Time. <laughs> <laughs> the death of Optimus Prime, prick. Uh, yeah, I'll send you up to me. Uh, not today, Megatron. <laughs> what does he say? Oh, no, you don't, Megatron. That's it. Yeah. Even after Cup told him, like, seriously? Stay out of it, lad. Yeah, that's Brad's fight. Let's, uh, I think it's time to call it a night. I'm going to go to bed. Lovely. <laughs> Ciao. Ciao, right. Ciao, gents. Thanks, guys. Bye. <laughs> See ya. Talk yeah, to you. Bye. Bye.